Hey, do you have a second? Do you have a moment to chat? Yeah, I do. We're just uh, driving home from ice skating. Oh, you have to find an ice skating rink when you're in Florida because you yeah, don't have snow. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what's uh, up. How you been, man? Dude, so good. So Praise good. God. How are you? I'm doing really good. I've heard you like been buying a couple businesses and taking over the world. Uh, yeah, of course. Or just my community locally. That's that's the little plot that God gives you as part of the world. So, Amen for yeah, that. That's good. Amen. So here, I, did you hear my message? I did, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Is David Bonson picture? No, I. So I, you know, <laughs> I've been reading everything. I uh, am finding everything. myself needing. So you know, we started doing a daily show across politics now, and yeah. and I'm realizing just how much content I need to ingest constantly. Um, and, yeah, job. and so I realized that I've already was reading David Bonson's um, Dividend Cafe. He writes something every day, usually. And so uh-huh. I was I was already reading it. But then I started realizing that the more and more that I was reading, the less and less I realized I understood. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> I need to talk to somebody who's not going to laugh at me for being as stupid as I am. And nah. <laughs> but I know, you know, all this stuff and you helped me with it before. Um uh-huh. And, and so I was like, let me call Matt and see if he can like give me some understanding yeah, of what I'm reading. So, dude, what, what, what? just just let me give you a caveat that I disagree with a lot of Bonds premises. Yeah, but I, I that's sure. that's fine. I, I don't think David Bonds okay. would even be mad at that. He's, you know, I think he's fine okay. with people disagreeing with him. I know that you have. A, was it, what do you disagree? Let's start here. What is it that you disagree with him on ultimately? Well, like, for example, six months ago when he had a one-on-one with Gabe, he said inflation doesn't exist right now. And it was clearly that it did. So he just sees things from a very uh, certain perspective, from an elite perspective, I think. And he sees things from a, like, a philosophical and a scholarly level. And I'm looking at things from more of a practical, like, common man level. So I think there's just some different takes on the same fact that makes sense. No, I, I think I don't think that would be necessarily wrong. I think that there's part of me <laughs> that I think he is. Um, I aspire in one sense to be in that class. I'm not. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not not in any way whatsoever. But I find uh-huh. that he seems to leave like the door open for me to be able to be there, and I don't see many people that are like him, where he's like, yeah, no. I'm- great dude i'm not, definitely not hating on no no i don't think so either i don't i didn't take it that was okay. the case i think that oh. there are differences between our our invite our classes that we see things a little differently than he does and yeah. and i don't think that that's anything wrong i think it, it could actually i think t- it's a blessing i think it is too and i think it's one of those things that yeah. i'm trying to figure out okay i would probably see that too like, here's for instance i know people who um, have less money than me that went to go fill up their gas tank and was filling the gas prices months ago, right? Months ago. Uh-huh. I just went yeah. to the gas station three days ago and it hurt. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and all that is is that it took a larger amount of money to come out of my account for me to fill it than it did for them. And then I was right. just listening to Glenn Beck talk about him going to an art show and he's like, I just filled up my truck and this is insane and that's so it's like a hill 
and, <laughs> I, and then after that somewhere maybe in the next six months you might feel it who knows but <laughs> yeah probably when it goes to 10 when it goes to 10 you might understand what we're talking about down here in the lower totem pole but man, I need, yeah. I need, so I, I appreciate, actually appreciate this. And I think that I appreciate your perspective yeah. and I know that you disagree with him on some things. That's actually why I'm calling you. Um, but okay. I, I want to first understand some basic terms. Like when we, he opens up his article and he says market action and he says futures open last night up just 17 plus points or so, but uh-huh. increased into the evening, bro. That sentence to me is like Greek. Yeah. So there's, uh, a normal trading hours where the market is open, which is 9.30 Eastern to 4 o'clock Eastern. And that's when the common folk or what they call retail investors are allowed to trade. But then there's certain uh, elite people like Bonson who are allowed to trade after the market and before the market uh, on our stock exchange. And of course, there's other stock exchanges going on in the other places right, of the world. But when they say futures, it's those trades happening outside of the normal trading hours that is causing the market to go up and down. Because all the, the future indices that they're talking about, the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ, are just groups of stocks, right? And so people are buying and selling these different companies within the index after hours, which causes the future price, which when the future price is saying when the future market opens tomorrow, at 9.30 a.m., it's going to start at plus or minus whatever. Does that so, make sense? Yeah, so does that mean that it's plus or minus in the whole or the value of products have gone up 17 points? Or well, just, just, it's the same principle during during the normal trading hours where when people are buying and selling, it causes the indices to go up and down. Yeah. It's happening after hours and the stock market isn't truly open yet. And it's being traded by hedge funds and these big, big-time investors that are causing the future market when it opens to be up or down. It's like a backlog. Yeah, yeah, and so it's almost like um, it's almost like um, uh, the NBA, where they're trading players before the games ever started, before the the seasons ever started, and they, depending on what they trade, it gives them a better. Uh, options for what they're going to look like as it relates to getting to the, the finals. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a little too complicated. It's basically just like this is where the market is going. The scoreboard's going to show when it gets turned on. Okay. That's fair. So okay. It's, it's like, it's like the, it's like the scoreboard went out in a power outage and people are still playing the game and someone's still keeping a tally but it hasn't reflected on the scoreboard yet until the next day at 9.30 when the scoreboard turns on, then it will reflect all the baskets that were scored during the night. Ah, okay. That's very helpful. Now, that's very helpful. So then when it says plus 17 points, what is a point? Is it just how much trading has happened in that time? So it depends on what he's specifically talking about. If he's talking about a point in the market, like the S&P is up 17 points, that's 17 percentage points. Okay, so I'll read the sentence. It says, futures opened last night up just 17 plus points or so, but increased in the evening. <laughs> and it says, um, yeah. up 115 points by bedtime. This morning, bright and early, future points to 250 plus points open the pre-market. So he's probably talking about the Dow being up 250 points. So it's like the Dow's closed at 
3,000, which I don't know what it is. It's 30,000. 32, uh, 915. So yeah, let's just say it closed at 30,000 and it's up 250 points. That means it's going to open the, the next day at 30,215. Okay. I got it. Um, <clears throat> so don't laugh. But there's an. Okay. Uh, what is the Dow? <laughs> the Dow is a index that monitors 30 of the biggest funds, or I'm sorry, the biggest companies in the country. So like Boeing's in there. And it's basically just whoever manages the Dow decides who is there and who isn't. So like, for example, Tesla just got kicked off the S&P 500. Okay. So that doesn't mean they are not publicly traded anymore. It just means that their stock isn't measured in the in the index, the S and P five hundred. So, so the Dow Jones is thirty companies, the S and P five hundred is five hundred companies, the Nasdaq, uh, I don't know how many it is, uh, thousands. I think it's tech companies for mine primarily, but it, it it's just basically a group of stocks, or you think like a team of players, and the different players perform differently that impact the team. Okay, so does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's that does make sense. So, and the kids okay. are amening you too. They think you're doing a great job. Um, <laughs> and so, so I've never got an amen talking about economics, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, when you these thirty companies are only trading within themselves, or is it what people are buying into with these thirty companies or investing into no. with these thirty companies? How does that? It's, it's people buying and selling stock of those thirty companies will determine the Dow going up or down. So it's like 16, oh, well, I don't know. It's for simplicity, this is oversimplified because they're weighted. But let's just say every company is weighted the same. If uh, everyone bought one stock of 16 companies and sold one stock of 15 companies, it would go up one point. Oh, got you. Okay. Okay. But if 30 companies, if they all sold, if everyone sold the stock, which happens sometimes when there's a big sell-off, the Dow would drop more drastically because all 30 companies are not going up. You know what, Matt? I feel like that you and I need to have an entry level into trading in the market. Because when you talk about this, I realize I'm knowing less and less as I, we keep going. And I understand <laughs> You know what I mean? But I feel like in some ways I understand how some of the some some basics, but not enough to be so then why does it matter what the Dow does? Um sentiment. I mean, it's not so much what the Dow does, it's what the companies are doing. And the Dow just represents a high level picture of thirty companies that are really it's like a large majority of the wealth of the country. And so what we're actually doing is sitting here watching rich people decide how they're going to spend or invest their money. Basically, it's BlackRock and Vanguard. Okay, now you got to explain that. Don't be using stuff that's too advanced. Okay, if you go look at the top shareholders of every major company in the United States, their majority of them are owned by two companies that are in our rich elite investment funds called BlackRock and Vanguard. And if you go down that route, the reason why all the companies are super woke is because Vanguard and BlackRock will pull their funds from the companies and their stock will drop and the CEOs won't get their bonuses. You That's up. why we have woke corporations. 
Yes, it's called an S and G score that they get rated by. Yeah, or ESG core score. I'll be right in. Yep. Okay, you got to run. Listen, can we? Can we? Could you set aside some time for me? I, I want to. Yeah, man, dude, any time for you, brother. Okay, I, I, this is so. I just got into understanding ESG more. I understood it already. Yep. And then understanding yeah. how the World Economic Forum is playing into that. I, I knew BlackRock. Oh, yeah. But this oh, is this is next level stuff. But it's all kind of. Oh, I, I feel God. like part of the understanding to be a son of Isakar, you're gonna have to understand this, right? The more, yeah, more for I'm, sure. Well, yeah, yeah. So let me. I gotta. I'm moving this week. I just bought a house. But can I hit you? thank you, man? I feel like it's the best investment I've had in a long time. Um, yeah, but for multiple reasons. But can we can we do something? When's a good time for you? Anytime. I'm gonna hit you up next week if I don't have Jason Whitlock show, and I want to go through this kind of properly. I I think we need to have this out in some form that walks people okay. through this. And then does exactly what you say. Okay, this is how we have woke companies. And now, I, understanding what ESG is, I think the same thing that Red Balloon is trying to do, the government or entities on the other side have already done. Uh-huh. Right? Like, they've already kind of cornered off who's going to be in the club and who's not based on how they decide to worship. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, well, the ESG score is basically, you know, how good of a Christian you are. Yeah, that's exactly In right. the humanist world, right? The, yeah, how, how good of a, hu- a humanist are you? Correct. And you know what's crazy, David, is I even have one for my company, How to Build a Tent, and I never even applied for one. <gasps> so, okay, do we have, we are working, I think China's the only one who has a personal ESG score, but we don't have individual ESG scores. Oh, yeah, it's called a vaccine passport. Oh, facts. So, okay, before you, I know you got to run, so tell me this real quick. Oh, you're fine, man. Yeah, I'm um, hearing. Hey. He's talking to Mr. Not. Hey, how you doing? Say hi, Gunner. He's waving. He can't hey. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll do a video. Um, yeah. So who is in charge of the ESG scores? I was trying to find that. Who's, who's oh. in charge of that? It's a company, um, it's the Dunn and Bradstreet. Gun and Bat Bradstreet? Yeah, Google it. You can you can even find my company on their website, which Gun, I didn't add. Tell, they tell, added it themselves. Gabe is saying it. What is it, Gabe? Dunn and Bat Bradstreet. Who are they? Yep. <laughs> Go Google them. Oh my goodness! I feel like I'm creating like a oh. rabbit trail. I'm going down the rabbit hole. This is insane. I'm about to go down the rabbit hole, aren't I? Yep. All right, I'll go Google them. Let's let's do this next week. I think this would be really really fun. Um, just okay. If, next week in the mornings, I'm busy, so it's gonna have to be the afternoons. Okay, well, at mornings for me are your afternoons, so that's perfect. Oh, I'm supposed to be true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I mean, I appreciate your time, man. Go spend time with your family. Tell everybody I said hello. All right, brother. Love you. Thanks, man. Love you too. Bye. Yeah. Bye.